0: Ladies and gentlemen of the Fish Report jury, if your spouse comes running up to you at 6 p.m. and says, Fish, there's six bongs on the wall. Time for your show. Keep that spouse. I'm <laughs> Mike Fisher, your trusty and trusted reporter. This is the fishbowl. That is the star and what a wild and wacky Day we had there uh, during OTAs it, it did not uh, the, the day did not allow us to do all the video stuff that we had planned. We are getting you caught up today, of course. Uh, Breakfast at Fishnies about the Cowboys cap room and what they're going to do with it. The Tony Pollard bold statement, bold and wonderful statement. Uh, Micah Parsons times eight, and if you haven't seen those videos yet, go get them. They're all lined up for you uh, all day long here. And then this as promised, and there's gonna be some exclusive, exclusive here. What I would like you to do if you're not a subscriber yet is I walk you right into the Ford Center, right into the building, right into the star and take you to OTAs. I will present to you tonight, exclusive, exclusive stuff that you have not seen or heard before. If at the end of this program, what do you think sugar, 40 minutes? If at the end of this 40-minute program or 20 or 60, I don't know, you upon reflection say, that was good. That was insightful. Never heard that before. Where'd you pull that one out of? Then I beg you to subscribe to the Fish Report, all about your Cowboys and the NFL. Uh, We're very proud of the access and the relationships that we have with the Cowboys that allow us to do what we do. We're very proud that you're with us here tonight for a TGIF. Thank God it's fish. And now, take out your number two pencils, because I'm about to load you down with Cowboy Practice Report positional review stuff. Now, here we go is that enough buildup for you OTAs morph into mini camps that's next week by the way Tuesday we don't call them OTAs anymore and we'll be there Tuesday Wednesday Thursday whatever it is and then that morphs into training camp starting in late July you know we're less than two months away from the start of training camp What? and yes uh Marsha who doubles as my travel agent and triples as my wife, in addition to being my best friend and the producer of this program, uh, she's got me booked. So we will be in Oxnard for uh, the Glory Hole press conference and whatnot. If you're gonna be in Oxnard, just like if you see us at the Star, come come say hi to us, like about 100 people did last night. And if you're among the 100, and some of you are, uh, you're you're gonna you're gonna know a couple of, you're gonna go, you're gonna recognize a couple of these tidbits. So here we go. Monster notebook on the latest in Dallas Cowboy work, movement, thoughts, hopes, and dreams. Running backs. Tony Pollard's been in the building for the last uh, Thursday, open to media sessions inside Ford Center. But this week, Pro Bowl running back returning from that broken leg and the high ankle sprain. Uh, that he sustained in the playoff loss uh, out of San Francisco. Uh, I saw him on the cords outside with our friend Britt Brown. Um, when he came inside to the Ford Center, he did not work. But not to worry. Pollard says he's been running and cutting at full speed and that he's a little bit ahead of schedule. Quote from to, uh, from TP. I'm not really limited at this point. I'm just being smart with it. And then he added what I would say is a fascinating exclamation point. Honestly, TP says, I feel faster. What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This guy already, of course, one of the NFL's speediest backs. Is that really, is that possible? That he's rehabbing from a broken everything and he's coming back, Faster? Meanwhile, no Pollard at the workout. So, and he said, we got a great stable of backs here. And, of course, we're in a post-Ezekiel Elliott era. Uh, My colleague, by the way, Connor Orr at Sports Illustrated, says Ezekiel Elliott will end up being a pivotal player for the Cowboys, um, with all due respect. And uh, he didn't get that from me. Uh, That newcomer, Ronald Jones, is the established guy, established in the league. By the way, we've got a story up right now at CowboysSI.com. One of our guys has put together a list of possible leading bounce back NFL players. And Rojo is on the list. Uh, Malik Davis, also, of course, in the backfield. Rico got some reps with the first team. Rico, I guess we shouldn't forget about him before he got hurt. He was just as uh, as much the apple of the coaching staff's eye as Malik Davis is now. Now, what about Deuce and what about Lipki, the two rookies? Um, okay, here's what I'm gonna tell you. There's only a handful of people in the world that know this. One on Deuce. I'm gonna give you three deuces, all right? One, on Deuce, there's people in the building who are, quote, 100% convinced that the diminutive Deuce is gonna make the team. That seems really early to me, to be not penciling him in, but penning him in, but there's people in the building. That's just the way I'm gonna say it. 100% convinced that he's in. Two. Demarvian Overshawn, Overshawn, University of Texas. Who's the toughest guy that he's ever faced? The toughest player he's ever faced. I don't mean just toughness toughest. Who's the most challenging player he's ever faced? His answer? Kansas State's Deuce Vaughn. And he says about him, Just when you think he's not that fast, you find yourself way behind him. More on Overshown in a little bit when we get to the linebackers. And then one more on Deuce. And I don't want to speak out of school here. But you guys the other day said, hey, what's Will McClay have to say about all this? Kind of a little bit behind the scenes. So... There's about 100 people that that know this quote. There's now gonna be 65,000 people who know it. He is, of course, a uh, father, single father uh, of a young man who's, gosh, I don't know, how, is that? how old is that kid now? Is that kid 17 now or something? He says, and he's known Deuce for a long time, obviously, because Deuce's dad works in the scarring department. He says, this is Will McClay, the things that everybody told us about Deuce, if people, as a person, player, person, character, worker, student, friend, all of it, he goes, if people someday say those kind of things, one-tenth as much about my son as they say it about Deuce, I'm gonna be a proud dad. File that away. And yes, that is asterisk number one tonight for me telling you the stuff you get here, you get nowhere else. Please subscribe to what we do here. You could also, of course, hit the like button. That beats the algorithms and tells YouTube to get out of our way because Cowboys Nation and Fishheads uh, are earning the muscle on YouTube. So that's number one. You didn't see that in the newspaper. Uh, Lipke, as with Mozzie Smith, I'm gonna suggest this to you and more on Mozzie, much more below. Hunter Lipke is one of those guys, we're gonna have to see him in pads to really get him. Because Hunter Lipke just run around in his underwear, by the way, true story. The phrase Underwear Olympics, now used commonly at the NFL Combine, co-created, true story, by the two mics, Michael Irvin and Mike Fisher, invented the saying Underwear Olympics. And I'm not kidding. And if you don't believe me, ask him, where's my credits? Damn it. Hunter Lipke, let's put on the... I, I can't wait to see him in pads where there's some contact because right now he's not quite as fast as that not quite as big as that put him in pads wide receivers lamb cooks Gallup all worked on thursday those obviously the first three guys in the rotation next up and many of you are going to like this this has a chance to be fun I just want the winner to really win. Jalen Tolbert versus Simi Fajoko, and both of them look like football players. Jalen Tolbert is looks like he gets it. Now we're running against air. We're running routes against air. Nobody's tackling. Nobody's hitting. Nobody's sacking. Nobody's threatening. No. But the number four wideout job is brewing, and the coaches are looking at it that way. So that's just not me. I'm telling you the coaches are looking that way. Tobert versus Simi Fahoko. Fahoko, a big guy, as you know, looks like he can run routes. He looks better at it. And then got to mention the wild card, the elusive Kamonte Turpin. When he run routes against air, he's fun to. He's just fun to watch. I mean, he he really does. He's going like this. It's quite something. I still don't know if or how Dallas can really incorporate him into the offense, but it's fun. It's fun. Most guys uh not in pads, running against air. There's a certain limited framework to it. Cavante Turpin is fun to watch move, even when he's nobody around him. And by the way, no i do not think dallas is hot on the trail of winning a bidding war for deandre hopkins mike mccarthy said the other day hop is a hell of a talent i think that's true hopkins is getting smashed by the way by this source and that team smashed one guy's out there saying he can't run anymore one team executive he can't run anymore uh, there was a report out there that the reason the Patriots might not go there is he doesn't fit the team culture. Ert! Bill Belichick and his history of taking on guys can't get DeAndre Hopkins to fit in the team culture? Bullshit. Oh, sorry. Bullsh. Straight dope, no bullsh. That, that team at wide receiver, just wide receiver alone. Bill Belichick signs Randy Moss bill belichick signed antonio brown and they got a character problem with DeAndre hopkins somebody is either is either trying to do a character assassination on hopkins or somebody's trying to keep the price low uh our understanding is the texans are deciding nah guess not uh, our friend diana russini from espn says that she talked to an nfl executive who says we, we give them an offer, but cap wise, you can't do much. We'd like to offer them one year, $2 million. What? Listen, first of all, the team executive that said that, you can't fool me. I understand the salary cap. You do not have cap constrictions and cap restrictions that keep you from offering more than one year and $2 million. That's a lie. Diane is telling the truth. The executive's telling the lie. Um, I go back to the Star-Telegram tweet the other day saying, you know, that, uh, that, that Hopkins is an option for Dallas. Oh, and did Alvin Cook too? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know whose arse that got pulled out of. I will only say that if the only offer DeAndre Hopkins ever gets is one year, $2 million, then yes, the Cowboys can go win a bidding war there and probably should. And as far as Dalvin Cook's concerned, uh, my friend Armando Salguro, who covers the Dolphins for the last, been covering the Dolphins for 30 years, says Dalvin Cook has two teams on his wish list, if the Vikings do indeed cut him, as of 559, I don't believe they had. And the Cowboys ain't on that team, ain't on that list. Stop it. There's You know, you, you can have some fun with your tweets. I guess maybe the, the newspaper's kind of thinking there's a difference between a tweet on Twitter and report in the newspaper, and that's not how I look at it. Tight ends. Schoon. And I need to dig into this a little bit. Uh, He had a boot on his foot. Had a boot on his foot in the morning. Had a boot on his foot at night. Cowboys say it's not serious. Uh, I'm going to believe the Cowboys until Tuesday. And if he has a boot on his foot again, we're going to start asking questions in a different way. Ed Quinn has been an Uncle Fish Premium member for 18 months. He's at the straight dope level. You can be Uncle Fish Premium too. Great way to support the effort here and great way to kind of get in a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I see that there's about 100 people who've hit the like button. Uh, If you would not mind, would 49 people please hit the like button on a count of three. Three, two, one. Jeff, test pilot, Fish. Could you explain what an algorithm is? (laughs) All right. Let's just put it this way. Have you ever noticed, and this is not going to happen to me, if you type into your phone or type into your computer the word underwear. And then two seconds later, you go to a website, any website. The ad, the ads that come up are for underwear. Is it because you have an A-L-E-X-A thing in your living room? Maybe. Is it just because your computer can read your mind? So this spider web of connections, it's got you by the shorties. And all of that adds up to measuring audience. What is the audience thinking? What is the audience doing? What is the rhythm of the audience? Where do they go? When do they come? And the algorithm, I'm explaining this uh, algorithms for dummies, but actually it's algorithms from dummy. It's That's a measure of the rhythm of the audience. Where are they? Where do they go? When do they go there? Who are they? They don't get your name if you hit the like button. But the more people that hit the like button for this show, the more YouTube treats this show like it effing matters. That's the point. There's my algorithm speech. Jay Daniels, $10 pitch in. Any word on the Michael Irvin situation? Aha, haven't heard anything. Uh, they of course have moved the venue from da- from Texas to Arizona. Um, the idea there on the part of Irvin's attorneys, uh, our friend old Levi, old Levi McArthur, is that the hotel company that they're gonna pinpoint in conjunction with Marriott is based in Arizona. So they've moved that thing to Arizona. And if Marcia can hear me, she might be able to help me out with this. But we did get our uh, grubby little hands on court documents. They are summoning witnesses. And you know what? Uh, Nobody knows that either. There's number two asterisk tonight. While you must, subscribe to this show because you get things that otherwise you would not know. Thanks for the question. Thanks for the question so I could once again tout. Exclusive, exclusive. Tight ends. So, Skoon's on the sideline, catching passes, but he's got a boot on his foot. Hopefully not serious. Nice kid, Skoon. Uh, and so, That obviously leaves Jake Ferguson with the edge, and he had the edge anyway. Peyton Hendershot, whose name will come up in a moment. Sean McCown and Seth Green, the other tight ends um, that are really in the mix. They have other bodies here. I would say those guys are the guys in the mix. Offensive line. A couple of jump out notes here. Zach Martin. Rest. Got the day off. Terrence Steele. Rehab. Rehab. Not practicing. So the first team and full time left tackle once again was Tyler Smith. There's still plenty of time. But OTA after OTA after OTA, mini camp, mini camp, minicamp. We'll get to training camp. We'll see every day that goes by and Tyler Smith takes every first-team snap at left tackle, <laughs> more Tyler Smith kind of looks like the left tackle. To me, defying a great deal of logic, KPK, KPix has been at the Uncle Fish Premium for 15 months at the fish in level. I appreciate you being in there, KPix. Hey, how do I get to be Uncle Fish Premium? How do I get to circle in the star? Ask the fellas, they'll show you how. Rick G is Uncle Fish Premium. Pound that like button. Thank you, Rick G. Jared Daniels, Fish, love when you bring the exclusive exclusive. Dallas Schwartz, somebody at the Star is spreading the mulch and Fish has broke out the big guns. That's right, to set them straight. And then Doc Holliday follows up with a question on Dalvin Cook, which was just answered. Dalvin Cook is not, the, the Cowboys are not on his wish list. And by the way, he'd like, make, he'd like to make us $10 million. KPix, $2 pitch into the refund. Fish, I love your work. Thank you. Robert, Fish, is Sir Neville Galamo, Sir, in jeopardy of his job? Um, It's getting pretty tight, because Mozzie's gonna play, and Hankins is going to play, and Osa is going to star at kind of the other tackle. And Gallimore can do both. What are you going to do with Big Q, Bohanna? A lot of bodies. Joey Stewart, I don't understand your question. It's because Steele is injured. No, I, as I said, Steele did not. Steele's not practicing. He's rehabbing. That doesn't change what I'm trying to tell you. The more, no matter how much I talk about the logic of Tyler Smith at left guard, every day that goes by that he spends the whole day at tackle is another sliver of evidence that he might stay at tackle. That's all I'm saying. Because Joey, hear me out here. I watch film is here, by the way. Uh, If you don't, If you don't understand the fun, go check it out in the Uncle Fish store. There's the QR code. I watch film. I'm not making fun of. Yes, I am. I'm making fun of people with my I watch film show. But mostly I make fun of myself because I don't watch film. I watch films like Goodfellas. Logic me this, Batman. Riddle me this. If Tyler Smith is gonna play left guard, like I think he should be, why don't you put him left guard now? Instead of playing grab ass at left guard with Chuma and awesome and, oh, we're gonna put in, well, let's go over here and ball over there. Now, I 10 guys playing left guard. If Tyler Smith's gonna be the left guard, Why don't you put Tyler Smith at left guard now and play grab ass at left tackle? But that's not what they're doing. Zimron Vance, Fish, don't you think it's time for another giveaway? Hmm, hmm, that's a beard scratcher. We did that, gosh, when we were first starting out, we must have, we gave away stuff like every week, didn't we? And then we got so huge here, and my gigantic head got so uh, even more gigantic. I got out of the habit. We need to get into the habit. You're right, Zemron Vance, as you so often are. Fish, please keep being you, says Michael Cox. Thank you. Speaking of Michael Cox, kind of, if you're a uh, documentary watching guy, go find the Michael J. Fox documentary on himself and his struggles uh, with Parkinson's. It's, especially if you're a person that kind of grew up watching, it's astounding. Michael J. Fox on Parkinson's disease, uh, who by the way is raises, I think he helps raise billions of dollars uh, to try to solve the issue with Parkinson's disease. Michael Williams, $10 pitch in. Do you think the NFL ever allows NFL teams to sign second contract, drafted players more money with a certain percentage, not impacting the cap? I think the the NFL has it figured out. They think they have it figured out with the cap. And remember, Michael, what it does. What does the cap really do? All competitive balance, which is good. That's good. What the cap really does, and Jerry was the power behind it, in a way, sacrificing him and his own Cowboys for the good of the league. What the cap really does is keep costs down. Because if there was no, now the old thing is, if there was no cap, Jerry, and I don't know. I don't know if that's true anymore. I don't know if that's true. I think that once was true. There's not enough proof of it lately. But the cap helped on competitive balance, but it also combined with the other thing that Jerry did that really is the number one reason he's in the Hall of Fame. He and Pat Bowlen were the guys that did the TV contract with Fox that raised the stakes. And Jerry has told me this story before he'll tell this story. He meets with Rupert Murdoch, and I assume the late... Pat Bowlin was there too. And whatever the number was, I don't know, I don't know what it was, whatever it was. two trillion dollars, skillion is Jerry's old word. It's 200 skillion dollars, Rupert Murdoch says, I'll give you 200 skillion dollars for the right to put NFL games on Fox. And the other 30 owners said, on the Married with Children channel? Jerry and Pat, are you out of your mind? And Jerry said, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Murdoch, uh, I appreciate this it. uh, between us girls. Appreciate the offer of the, of the 200 skillion. If you'll make that double, make it 400 skillion. We got us a deal. And we're going to be in business with Bart Simpson. And Rupert Murdoch said yes. And that's how Jerry Jones went from being one of the most despised owners among his brethren and sistering to being in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. There's asterisk number three, why you need to watch this show if you're a Cowboy fan. Not everybody knows that story. That's a good old Uncle Fish story right there. Offensive line. Tyler Smith, left tackle. Kyron Smith, right tackle. Tyler Beatish at center, fine. Josh Wall got most of the work at right guard because uh, Zach Martin's out. And uh, you guys asked me a question this morning about Matt Farniak. Is he a legitimate contender at left guard? And I very dismissively said, no, like a smart aleck, and moved on. You know, I'm reminded by myself, Matt Farniak. Is a first guy in the building, last guy out of the building guy. Has been since the day he got here. What was he? A seventh round, seventh round pick as a center, right? And they said, go play guard one day. And he did. And they go, oh, not bad. And the next thing you know, he's getting a crack at it. So I apologize to the Farniak family for being uh a little bit too dismissive. He is certainly a candidate to be the interior swing guy, because he can can be center guard, center. So that was the group. Uh, Austin Richards, listen, Cowboys think very highly of the fifth round guard. I see all these reports saying he could start. I mean, he could, but he's pretty much third string right now, so slow your roll. (coughs) Quarterbacks. Uh, We've done the Dak Prescott money thing. Enough. I see some of you guys kicking it around. You go ahead. I did it again this morning, trying to explain the real world on Dak Prescott and his money. Um, I'm going to do a little Dak Prescott football here. Coach Marv with the $5 pitch into the brief on Fish. Does Tyron Smith's new contract suggest that he's a swing tackle? In other words, hey, Tyron, instead of paying you 16000000 million, we'll pay you 3 but we'll also reduce your role. But why? Why I, I would say Tyron would respond by saying, listen, you've been good to me, I've been good to you. You could reduce the 16 to the three, but I'm not signing on intentionally to be the swing tackle. I got too much pride for that and I'm too good for that. I'm too good. So no, I do not think that, Ty- that Tyron Smith nodded his head to the idea that, hey, we'll just pay you a little bit, you do a little bit. That's not the Tyron I know. Friend of Sugar, by the way. Friend of Marsha, Tyron Smith. Thanks for the question. One more thing about Tyron. This is asterisk number four. Junior Fajoko, defensive lineman, who's got a nice nasty streak going for him. He's got a bruise right here. Three day bruise. What's it from? No helmet, no pads. Just put your hands right. Tyron. Punched him. And I don't mean punched him like they got in fist fight. Uh, Not a barroom, classroom fight like we get in. Punched him like an offensive lineman. And punched him so hard that he's got a three-day bruise on his chest. In, In warming up, The tyrant that I know, only a fool would cross him off a list. Is that asterisk number five? Why you should subscribe to what we do here is absolutely free, and read cowboyssi.com. I think I've given you five reasons now. Five exclusive exclusives. See, like, listen, there's like 15 reporters who get to go to the OTAs, and I'm honored to be one of them. But I just gave you five things that nobody else saw, nobody else heard, nobody else has. But now 65,000 of us have them. Dak Prescott, um, effectiveness difficult to gauge. I saw some people tweeting, made a really nice throw. I don't know, you know, we're just playing catch in the backyard right now. The effectiveness is difficult to gauge. I just think this is more about confidence and comfort in the new offense install than it is pinpointing some incredible throw in a walkthrough. But I will give you this semi-humorous note. He threw an interception. But of course, it was a perfectly fine throw that bounced off the hands of the tight end, the legend of Peyton Hendershot. (laughs) Defensive line. Micah Parsons spent a great deal of time at defensive end. Uh, during the workout, and then afterwards visited with the media and had a lot to say, like he does. He says, I'm kind of off the sack wave. He's trying to talk about how I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to get 20 sacks anymore. I'm on to the impact wave. And he talks about Aaron Donald. Now, remember, Aaron Donald once got 20 sacks. Defensive tackle got 20 sacks. He goes, Aaron Donald of the Rams, he could have 12 sacks, but the impact is so dominant. I want to be like that. That's smart. He's a smart kid. He also talked about playing eight different positions. You can see that video uh, that we worked on earlier today. Very special guy. Very special player. Still maturing, because I'm telling you, if you would have told him a year and a half, or a year ago, here's what I want, Micah. I w- I want you to not care about sacks he would have looked at you like he was nuts. Now here he is a year later saying I'm off the sack wave. I wanna get on the impact wave like Aaron Donald. That's good. Now, uh, McCarthy made positive observations about Sam Williams and the second year leap. I will just say this, I'll say it politely. Sam Williams can play. He established that last year. Maturation is needed. Maturation is needed. And thank God for seatbelts. Now to Mozzie. There is a gigantic buzz in this building. And it is not about Mozzie Smith, the run stopper. Uh, I've talked to a couple of Cowboy Scouts who swear that someday we're going to see Mozzie the pass rusher. And McCarthy's talked about that too. Quote from McCarthy You can't wait to see him in pads. We think there's a lot more pass rush potential in his body. Love the way he's wired. Love the way he is physically. Love his emotional connection. He's off to a really good start. Imagine the bonanza that you get here. If you think that. All you did was for one of the very first times invest big time capital in a run stopper. That what you think is I'm trying to think of a good example of a guy, but uh snaps. Or even Jonathan Hankins. Or even a first round pick, but you 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 think hey, listen, all we got was a guy that's gonna play 12 years and stop the heck out of the run. What if And Roger S., man, picks out a good name. What if he's not just a run stopper? What if he's kind of like Warren Sapp? Linebackers. I'm going to tell you something here that you do not know. There's only 100 people that know this. Um, By the way, I do like, and I do like how nice we are to each other about this, how the hundreds of you who have hit the like button are chiding the thousands of you who haven't. (laughs) So, yeah, Would, uh, would, would you hit the like button, please? Believe me, there's a payoff. Coach Marv, $5 pitch in. So you're saying that with Tyron, if he plays all year, the Cowboys will need some of that cap money to cover the incentives Tyron will get. Uh, That's a good question. I have not looked at the details of how that works, of of how his contract is structured. It's a very good question. But suffice to say this, Coach Marv, Tyron or any other player reaches the pricey incentives in their contract? Because you know what the pricey incentives are, right? Playing time in the playoffs, playing time in a Super Bowl. If if the Cowboys have to pay a bunch of incentive money because they won playoff games, obviously, I think we'll all be perfectly happy with all of it. And I appreciate that question. I'm going to make a note and dig into that. That's a good one. Just watching Leighton Van Der Esch, friend of the show. And then I'm watching Damone Clark. And I'm watching Damone Clark watch Leighton Van Der Esch. I mean, I'm watching him. I mean, you can see it. He is clearly trying to soak up the knowledge, teacher, pupil. Um, I'm told that the rookie overshone is cut from the same study hall cloth. Uh, Jabril Cox, this is more, I didn't see this. I just told it. Coaches seemed pleased with where he's going. So that's good because they could certainly use that third guy, not counting Micah. Now, What you will someday learn, probably will take till training camp. I assume it'll be dallascowboys.com that puts it on display, unless fish report, cowboyssi.com, and Bree Amaranthus and Mike Fisher can team up with Overshone. The best singing voice in the Cowboy locker room belongs to Agent Zero. Mark it down, thank me later, That's asterisk number six that you cannot get anywhere else. (laughs) Defensive backs. Uh, Diggs and Gilmore, they did not work. So Eric Scott gets to start again. And that interception that bounced off the hands of the legend of Peyton Hendershot? was Eric Scott. And the other starting cornerback, and this is fascinating. Jeron Bland is the other starting cornerback. And here's what I think I think about this. There are other guys who are moving around positionally as a way to maybe salvage something. Calvin Joseph. But Bland, who they is their starting slot corner and was terrific at it last year when Jordan Lewis went down. And he's now, he's now probably better than Jordan Lewis. No offense, Jordan. Bland starting outside cornerback yesterday and he's, he's good. I think the Cowboys are still discovering and unveiling how good Bland is, no matter what you do with him. So we've had conversations here about, okay, what are you going to do next year? When, you know, Gilmore's out of contract and of course he's in his thirties. What, you know, what are you going to do, Ed Quinn fish? That uh, Overshown, he can't be a better singer than you are, Mike Fisher. Can he possibly be? It's 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 possible. It's possible. <laughs> maybe you don't have to scramble at starting cornerback next year, because maybe the starting cornerbacks next year, unless Gilmore sticks around, and he certainly could. Maybe Diggs and Bland are your starting cornerbacks next year. And finally, I said we had a target of 40 minutes and look at us. We're right on the money. Sugar, we're right on the money. So Vaughn and Turpin split the reps as return guys. That sounds like fun. Um, We've seen Turpin do it at the highest level. We have not seen Vaughn do it. Vaughn, by the way, did not practice returning kicks last week, but was in the rotation this week. Hmm, that's an interesting beard scratcher. And then uh, the final note on special teams, Tristan Discaeno, the only kicker on the roster, was six for eight on his field goal attempts. Missed from 44, missed from 55. Do the Cowboys have a specific plan to add a veteran kicker? We have discussed this at length. You can find our video on it. You can also read about it at cowboyssi.com. They they simply, they're going to bring in competition for Viscaino and they mentioned by name the veterans who are out there. They simply must have a plan. or at least you hope they do. Let me answer a couple of your quick questions because I appreciate your guys' participation. Um, Streaker, why, would, why wouldn't why would you pay to keep Gilmore? Oh, I'm just saying. He's out of contract and he's in his 30s. I'm not making a prediction. Just saying he's out of contract and he's in his 30s. One reason that you wouldn't want to pay to keep Gilmore is if he gets 10 interceptions and all of a sudden wants $15 million. That would be one reason. <laughs> Coach Maher, $5 pitching. In the order of the contracts, will we think Diggs would be first, and Steele? The summer lamp they don't seem like they're in a big hurry on steel and as i've discussed especially regarding the 20 million dollars of room you have right now i'd be in a big hurry for all of them uh jeff fish do you read all the chat messages after the show yeah, I do try to scan through them, um, and I try to spend uh, particularly little time on fish you sucks, but they pop up once in a while. Andrew, I believe Tyron gets a two million dollar bonus if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, and I don't know the numbers, but that's that's what I'm alluding to. Yes, the if your incentive and most of the big guys' incentives are you know play sixty percent of a playoff game, you get hundred thousand dollars. Play 60% of the NFC Championship game. Get $200,000. Play 60% and win the Super Bowl. You get a million dollars. That kind of stuff. Stephen White. This is the deepest Dallas Cowboy team ever. Stephen, I would like to introduce you to the 92, 93, 94 Dallas Cowboys. You will be shocked. A.D. Clark. I hit the like button the moment I enter the page. That seems like a good habit. Frank Estraca. Fish, June 1st is passed. Yep, you got $20 million a room. What are we doing with Zeke's money? You can read about that at CowboysSI.com right now. We've got the very detailed breakdown. We also have the video this morning at 7.20 on that subject. Want to know what's going on with Tony Pollard? Want to know what's going on with Micah Parsons? Want to know what's going on with the salary cap? It's all covered here at the Fish Report and at CowboysSI.com. Want to know what's going on inside OTAs and Minicamp? I just gave you 40 minutes of fish gold gold fish fish out